Hi everyone, welcome back to In All Her Grace. This is season two, episode two, and we're talking about work and relationships. So I wanted to get on the topic of setting healthy boundaries and what that can look like in a working relationship and even an intimate relationship. There are times where I think just because you're familiar with someone or you know you know their working style, you know who they are by now, that you can enforce certain levels of authority on them or you might feel like they need to listen to what you have to say or they must drop what they're doing to accommodate you. The answer is no, absolutely not and no way. I really feel like that's something that we really need to be cognizant about. It's Mental Health Awareness Month to start with. And not everyone has the threshold, especially now in today's times, to accommodate a loved one's burden, for example, or something that they may have going on. Have you stopped to maybe ask what they have going on before deciding to impart some of your worries onto them? And I can just speak to quite a few instances. Um, I've been in work scenarios, especially corporate settings, agency settings, where I've been asked to just completely drop my agenda for the day to accommodate something brand new. I was never asked whether or not I had the threshold for it, whether or not I had the mental capacity to switch gears. I was just told it was needed to be done now and I had to get it done. And I mean, yes, I do understand the pressures and the world of work, but at the very same time, I think it's far more important to be understanding, emotionally intelligent and request whether or not it's possible before demanding that it be done. And that just leads me to the world of boundaries and how I find that boundaries have helped me become a better working professional, a better entrepreneur, a better woman, a a better woman in business, to be honest. I think if you don't have healthy boundaries with yourself, not to mention the boundaries that you will set as others come into your life, then you'll forever feel like you're drowning. And I've felt like that many times. I'm usually the girl that's always saying, yes, yes, it can be done. Yes, I can meet with you. Yes, I can accommodate you. Yes, I can meet with you at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning. When really my answer was supposed to be no. No, I'm not able. No, I'm not capable. I'm tired. I'm in the middle of something. And I honestly, you know, I'm not I'm not able so I just want to impart that that level of understanding where you know if it is that you feel the need to be a part of something when you really don't have the capability to chances are you are overextending yourself and you're putting forward levels of effort where you really shouldn't maybe you should take a step back you know cancel your agenda for today and or for that day and decide to read a book decide to go walking go to the spa enjoy nature read a book you know just other things that would accommodate your mental health and separate you from your agenda Now, in intimate relationships, we want our partner to be there. And I know this. I've I've wanted that from all my partners that I've had in previous relationships. I've wanted that in-person connection. I've wanted the constant 
reinforcement and reminders that they cared or that they loved me. However, you know, everyone's love language is really different. And I encourage you, if you're a part of an intimate relationship now, if you haven't done the love languages test with your partner, go ahead and do that. Find out how it is that the person that you love or that loves you receives love. And I mean, it doesn't even have to be an intimate relationship. It could be a a family relationship. How does your mom receive love? How does your dad, your sister, your uncle, your brother, your aunt, how do they receive love? What actions make them feel loved? There are quite a few love languages. Some are acts of service, some are gift giving, some are physical touch. So it really just depends on how that person receives love. Maybe all this time you were loving some of the most important people in your life in the wrong way and i know that's hard to hear it's hard to even accept but those are some of the ways that we need to understand how to love and how to create healthy relationships and in turn boundaries so that we can be our our best selves for others and that others can be their best selves for us so let's take me for example i receive love in I think two main ways and that's acts of service and gift giving. I love when someone is thoughtful and intentional about the gifts that they give me. I get excited. I come alive. I just love that someone knows me well enough to know what to pick out for me and what I might like. If it's perfume, if it's clothes, if it's a really nice handbag, I love those things. And for someone to just know my style in a way where they've studied me enough to you know, actualize a gift purchase and spend their their hard-earned dollar to make me happy. Listen, I can't get enough of that. But second to none is really acts of service because I'm a really busy girl. So if someone can go out of their way to decide, hey, um, Reagan might be hungry, you know, it's lunchtime. Let me just grab her lunch without asking her. That for me is huge. I just love when someone takes the place of me doing something for myself and decides to do it for me without me having to ask. And that really takes some really intentional and intuitive understanding of who I am or you know what my schedule might look like, for example. So those two things work hand in hand for me. I don't think I need words of affirmation too much. That's another love language. I don't need to be told that I'm smart or intelligent or beautiful. I know these things. Physical touch, also not my favorite um, act of, you know, showing love. It's important, but it's not on the very top of my agenda. So understanding these things about someone, for example, is very crucial. And I swear, I encourage each of you to go ahead and learn these things. Now, could it be important to know these things just for an intimate partner? Maybe, but family relationships help too. There are other aptitude tests that can be taken in, you know, collegiate or work environments that would allow for you to understand that person's personality type, your your boss's working style. Are they authoritative? Oh, I can't get that word out today. Are they authoritative or are they more so less you know, less on the micromanagement style. How do they operate in the world of work? So if you're a part of a work environment where those things aren't even being discussed or no one cares to know how you strive in your work, it's time to go pack up, resign, find something else. I believe that 
you need to feel appreciated you need to feel respected you need to feel worthy in any work or intimate relationship that you find yourself a part of and the moment you stop feeling that way is the moment you have to go and by go it doesn't have to be a drastic shift it doesn't have to be a block on social media and remove from my life it can really just be a boundary implementation which for me has really been the most helpful part of all my relationships today boundaries 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 you'll learn to love people from afar you'll learn to love people up close people will learn to love you from afar people will learn to love you up close it's all about boundaries at the end of the day and i think it's also what makes us able to show up in spaces and strive to be our best 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 selves in the world of work and in the world of relationships i hope that this episode was a little bit informative i kind of dived into a little bit about how i like to be loved or feel appreciated you should do the same do some seeking some self-searching find out what that's all about for you again this is season two of in all her grace the podcast episode two and i'm so excited to continue this season on with you i think i'm gonna be very passionate about this particular season because really it is important to find out how you are showing up in order to be your best in all aspects of your life it starts within all right i hope you have a blessed wonderful and amazing week as best as you can we're in retrograde if you haven't searched up what mercury retrograde is all about um it's literally the planet starts going in the opposite direction it's supposed to and causes a lot of chaos and if your life has felt a little bit chaotic lately it's because well obviously it's because life but that could definitely have a lot to do with it search it trust me you'll you'll start to understand a lot more And with that being said, I'm closing out this episode. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, engage with the podcast. Follow us on social platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Um, I wish I was a singer. (laughs) Um, And we're on Anchor. We're on YouTube. And we are on Instagram at inallhergrace.co. The Caption Girl also launched its website and embedded and housed within thecaptiongirl.com is the In All Her Grace portion of the website. And we're doing big things over there. So go ahead and search that up. Look at what we've created. And I will check in with you all on the very next episode. Don't forget to live a grace-filled life. And I'll see you next time. Bye.